Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. Well, we are on episode 154 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. Excuse me. And as you listen to the podcast today, just take a few minutes to invite someone to listen and, you know, by Facebook, Twitter, text, whatever it takes in your life connection group or small group or whatever, and just uh, get the word out. And you're doing a fantastic job. I just like to say more and more people listening every single week. We want to help uh, reach and influence people with the word of God and apply that to their lives. Well, there are lots of people, I, I really believe, that are still wanting to know how, even believers that want to know how we can connect the Word of God to what we do every day. And that's what we're about here at Connecting uh, Faith to Life. Well, Pastor, uh, that brings me to something that is all in our minds almost every single day, if not every day, and that is the digital world that we live in now. Mm. And uh, I think we know this, but it seems to be more and more pushing back as never before, and that is digital is not reality. You know, reality is reality. Well, and how, you say I, that, but yeah. for a lot of people, digital has become reality. Yeah, and I mean, it really has taken over our lives. And even, yeah, and what even with uh, the new Zoom method of, mm-hmm. of, of uh, having work, people yeah. working at home, yeah. and so much is done on their computers, or, you know, they're not even at work and inter, uh, having intera- interaction with people. So yeah. I, it seems the more we get into that, the more we're going to have to make commitments. Yeah. To the world that we live in. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, that's yeah. uh, kind of where we so, are. Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about living in a digital world today. Not only today, but for the next few weeks, we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about how to navigate our lives in a very digital world. It's an interesting topic, I think, and I think it's going to be helpful for us to listen to. And, and yeah, so here we are. And, um, Trey, it's been a busy week, hasn't it? Yes, it has. We're in the middle of vacation Bible school. And I have my grandkids. And yeah. my son is flying in today. <laughs> oh, I have it a question all, for you, though. I have a question. Yeah, did, yeah. did you and your wife, did y'all get to go watch the birds? No, we did not. <laughs> I'm really bummed, man. What happened? I've been really bummed. We just didn't get out there. You know, it's a trip to get out there, and we just didn't do it. So we'll do it. We'll That's do it one day. very disappointing. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. But <laughs> we did have some nice birds in the backyard. So <laughs> Good, good, good. You tired yet? Uh, yeah, I'm very tired. Yeah. I just got back from vacation. And you're worn out. Well, yeah. So lesson learned here is don't go on vacation before vacation Bible school. Ooh, go man. on vacation after vacation yeah, Bible school yeah. because we have come back and it's just full speed ahead. And, you know, I mean, for me, I don't really do a lot during vacation Bible school. I just kind of walk around and talk to people. And you As know, with me. I'm not really serving in a class or anything like that. But still, it's a long day. Although we did drink. You drank water from that. I drank the dirty water. Yeah, I drank the dirty water. And I had the kids drinking dirty water last night. Yeah. So, so we're, we're tr- doing fundraising <laughs> yeah. during vacation. Bible school to purchase water filters mm. for people in countries that don't have clean water. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing, though. That that dirty water, it got real clean real it quick with that clean. filter. I drank it, and all the kids wanted to drink after me, so they start drinking ah. in their own cups. And so. it did. Hey, it tastes like tastes like bottled water. Yeah, is just, what I said. It was fine. So yeah. anyway, yeah, busy week, lots going on, and um, yeah, and so we're looking at an interesting topic today because Trey, it's amazing to me, um, how much 
life has changed over the last 20 or 30 years. Mm. You think about um, the industrial revolution that, that took place in this world, and, and that obviously brought major changes. You know, I mean, we went from riding horse and carriage to yeah. driving cars. That's, yeah. a, that's a big deal. You know, think about the discovery of flight and all those kind of things. Those things happened in the 20th century. So mm-hmm. you had the early part of the 20th century, you had all of this stuff, all of this, the, the, these technological advances that took place and, 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 and really, you know, helped push our society forward in a lot of ways. And then, you know, in the time that I've been alive, just the way the digital world has just kind of overtaken everything. Oh man! And, and so yes. you definitely, cause you're a lot older than me. You can remember uh, the days when, when you did not, not have any internet access whatsoever and i can remember those days too well i yeah and i remember when it started to be a big deal in yeah. church yeah uh it started I, when i got out of seminary is basically when we started using computers yeah. and we started using software yeah uh, and it was all dos based but it was software and um Anyway, it was just interesting that the transition, even from seminary to being in my first church, yeah. and within year, within just a year or two, we had started into uh, internet and yeah. basically checking email. I don't know if you remember that. Right. That was what the email was about. Was checking uh, internet was about was checking. Yeah, you, email. that's why you got on and check your email. Yeah. and there wasn't much web surfing because it was dial up. And if you yeah. got on, it took you forty five minutes to get to a website or <laughs> exactly. case may be or to load up. Yeah, or I mean, whatever. I remember. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I really had my first. Uh, access to internet and using it on a regular basis when I was in college. So around 1996 was when I went to college. That's when the internet really started to become a part mm. of, of my studies and all those kinds of things. And, 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 and Trey, when did you get your first smartphone? Let's see here. I would have gotten my first smartphone in 96, I think 96. Okay. Give or take. When the, well, no, 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 the smartphone, the, the iPhone oh, came the out. Oh, smartphone. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. gracious peace. Because oh. I, I had a phone in 96. That's when I went to college. And my, my parents bought me a phone because I was traveling back and forth from Augusta to Macon. And you remember back in those days, yeah. you paid like 60 bucks a month for a phone. Mm-hmm. And all you got was like 30 minutes of talk time. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. You, and, you, and the only and reason you, you had it was for emergencies. if you were outside and they started roaming, one time we got a bill for $140. It was like a $7,000 a minute roaming <laughs> charge. It was wild. We went to Texas and back on a mission trip, and I would just call in church and checking on things, and it, $248 yeah, yeah. by the time I got back. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Because yeah. I, I, when I first got my first iPhone, um, it was probably 2000. I think the iPhone came out 2007 or mm. so. I got mine in 2009 or 10. I, I remember I was... Because my my kids don't believe this. Luke and Hudson cannot believe this. I did not have my first iPhone until I was 30 years old. <laughs> they do th- they think you're really an old yeah, guy. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. all their friends have them. Right? Yeah, my boys yeah. don't have phones, but their friends are like, you were yeah. 30 when you got an iPhone? Like, buddy, they weren't even around. You know, I, <laughs> I actually grew up when there weren't iPhones. It was it was oh, yeah. wild, you know? Yeah. And and so just thinking about over the course of, you know, 30, I'm 43 now, over even the last 13 years, uh, how much you know the world has become more digitized, and and how you think about your smartphones, how integrated that smartphone has come, become in mm-hmm. your life. Where where you know we, we we all talk about it and joke about it. I mean, if you forget it at home, I mean, what do you do? You t- you turn around, oh, and go, you, you go you back go and around. get it because yeah. it's just it's just it's an extension of us now. We can't imagine not having our smartphones, and and that's. That's been in the last decade or so, you know, I mean, 20 years ago, that just wasn't our reality. And so you think about how quickly that has changed. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, I teach it at Charleston Southern um, and, and these kids I'm teaching in college, their whole lives, their entire 
lives, they have been immersed in a digital culture, mm-hmm. right? When they were born, there were already iPhones yeah, out and things. Yeah. I mean, it was so, so, so you think about just, again, how quickly life has changed and how the generation we're bringing up now, uh, their, their lives are, they're not going to have any point of reference to a time before, you know, smartphones and a digital world and all those kind of things. It, it's changed quickly. And, and so, so I say that because, because for me personally, um, I think about how media, social media, technology has helped us in tremendous ways. Certainly you think about here at Northwood and just going through the pandemic mm-hmm. and how helpful it was to have, you know, the technology we have. We were able to do Zoom Bible study. We were able to, you know, um, really expand our digital presence and live streaming and all those kind of things. We were able to stay connected really mm-hmm. well because of, you know, our phones and, you know, all the digital stuff. And so it really was a help to us. Uh, and so we're very thankful for the benefits of yeah. technology. But but I think there there are lots of dangers that we need to be aware of as well that we're going to talk about over the next few weeks because I want to spend the next few weeks talking about this subject because I think it's a, a vast subject. And, and I think, I think, there are going to be many of us that look back 10, 15 years from now and look at the effect that the digital yeah, world has had on our children or our teenagers and say, man, we, we, we missed some things. Mm-hmm. And so, so if we can start now by saying, okay, let's step back and look at this digital revolution and how we can handle it well, I think that might be able to help us down the road to look back and say, okay, we did all right with this, right? So, so I want us to, I want to help us to avoid getting 15 years down the road and saying, man, I really made some mistakes with how I myself handled the digital revolution or how I parented my children through it. And I tell you that to tell you this, because my, my brother is um, a middle school teacher in public school system in Augusta. And we were having a conversation last week on vacation uh, just about how, you know, the phone has just kind of overtaken the classroom mm. that, that he's in a school where, and I don't know, my, my kids are, are not in middle school yet. And my kids don't have phones. I know that some of the kids in their classes do my kids don't. Um, but just talking about, you know, as a teacher, he, he feels like he's handcuffed. Like, wow. like there's nothing he really? can do about it, that these kids have their phones, in their classes. And all he can really do is tell them, Hey, put your cl- phone away right now. You can't use it right now, but they're coming to class. They got their phones out. They're using their phones mm-hmm. in classes. And it, and it's a disruption, uh, to, to the way that he can teach. Obviously we were not allowed to pass paper notes. Right, right, right. <laughs> Look how far it's gone. Right. You know? Now you got kids, you know, on the TikTok during class and it's just, and, and then, you know, I, I have I have not been on the TikTok, and a lot of people use the TikTok. I don't do it, and all those. But it's just not, not my it. thing. I don't have time for all these social. I, I, agree. I I'm on Facebook a little bit, and that's about it. Um, but TikTok has apparently become a really big deal, and just you know, all all the the different videos you know he talked about in his class that kids are posting and what they're what they're seeing. You know, you mm. think about obviously uh, we're concerned about our children being exposed to pornography, mm-hmm. but but he was saying that that TikTok it just opens up a whole different world of things that 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 teenagers are exposed. To. And so, so you think about all of this stuff that we're having to wrestle with that, that honestly, Trey, my parents didn't have to wrestle with when mm-hmm. they were raising me. Your parents didn't have to wrestle with. Yeah. I mean, there were other things they were wrestling with, obviously, but this digital revolution, we weren't wrestling with. And in the classroom, you know, the teachers that taught me weren't wrestling with this digital revolution like we are now. And so how do we respond as followers of Jesus to this digital revolution? Mm-hmm. And how do we help to raise up a next generation uh, that, that, that lives well in a real world within the reality that there has been a digital revolution that's taken place. And so I think 
just stepping back and thinking about this mm-hmm. and maybe setting some parameters and guidelines for us in the days ahead will help us to navigate this digital world well. So today we are going to look at seven commitments that you can make to help you navigate a digital world. Yeah. So, so, and this is for me, this is good for me to think about because yeah. I don't think I always navigate the digital world well. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be consuming in my own life. And so I want to make these commitments myself. Mm-hmm. And I think as you listen to these commitments that I want to make, maybe this will help you to think about some, some commitments that you need to make as you strive to navigate a digital world. So think about this episode as kind of an introduction to a longer conversation we're going to have over the next few weeks where we're going to talk about uh, you know, how this digital world distracts us, the dangers of it, mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. And think about today just as an introductory conversation to think about, okay, as we're thinking about living in a digital world, what commitments can I make? So I can make sure that I live in this digital world well. Amen. So our first commitment is this, or your first commitment. I'll put it that way. All right, there you go. I will create more than I consume. Okay, so let's talk about this. Here's the temptation for all of us. We we want to be consumers, Mm. right? You think about... Whatever it is in life, we'd like to consume things, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's media, entertainment, uh, television, whatever. We are consumers. The issue is, is God has created us to be creators, right? Yeah. You think about Genesis 1 and 2, when, when, when God made us in his image to have dominion over the earth, he created us to be creators. And, and, and that's part of the beauty of the digital revolution is it allows us to be creators. Uh, we, we are in the midst of a digital revolution because years ago, there were people who had the brains and the knowledge and the ability to create this digital world that we enjoy, right? And so, so when we talk about the digital revolution or the digital world, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's a product. Of, of, of brilliant people who use that creative mind mm-hmm. that God given had given them to create uh, resources, internet, computers, social media, smartphones that really do help us in a lot of ways. Uh, that was people living out the creative design that God put within them. That's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so to be creative is a good thing. It's, it's, the issue is, is when we let that digital world begin to consume us, mm-hmm. right? And so so me, I just want to make that commitment that, that yes, I want to enjoy my smartphone in the proper context. I want to enjoy social media in the proper context. I want to enjoy whatever in the proper context, but but I want to also realize that God has created me to be a creator. Yeah, this this uh, podcast yeah. is digital. It's digital. And it's good. I, and I it's think a good it's okay. Thing to, yeah. yeah. That, but but, but we're it, being creative in the process. That's what I was going to say. And we are creating this material to help people yeah, yeah. in their walk with Christ. Yeah, we're taking a digital platform that, and we're trying to use it in a way that's helpful for others. We're creating, and that's a good thing. Or you think about, you know, for, for some of us, it's just getting back to, um, you know, I really admire and appreciate, you know, guys in our church who are, who are who have these different abilities and skills that I don't have, right? Whether it's woodworking or yeah. metalworking or that create, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. I think about me as a musician, the ability to, to create music mm-hmm. or ability to create sermons on a weekly basis. All those things I think are are, are are things that God has put in me, this, this, this desire to create. And so what happens, I think, oftentimes is we can become so busy consuming stuff, consuming this digital world, that it prohibits us from being creative mm-hmm. and, and, and making things that make society better. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I want to make that commitment. I, I want to create more than I consume. All right. Well, number two commitment. 
I will enjoy God's creation more than I'm entertained by the digital yeah, world. So this goes hand in hand with the, the first one we just talked about. Um, that, that, you know, you think about it, Trey, we are the most entertained people that have ever lived. <laughs> and the moment that we're not entertained, we're bored. Bored. Yeah. My, my, my boys, especially during the summertime, they'll say, I'm bored. I'm bored all the time. To which I say, wow. well, I'll help you not be bored. Exactly. Here's a list of things you can do. Amen. I'm going to give you, if you, if you say you're bored, I got a job for you, right? Uh, but 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 that's the, that's the culture that we live mm-hmm. in, is that it we is. constantly want to be entertained. And we have, you know, just thousands and thousands of ways that we can be entertained. You want to be entertained? Go turn on Netflix. You can watch hours and hours of, of shows that don't mean anything. You can, whatever the case may be. And and there's nothing wrong with wanting a little free time. There's nothing wrong with wanting to, uh, to, to enjoy some entertainment. That's not a bad thing. But for me, what I want is I want to be able, and we talked about this Sunday morning when we talked about um, Psalm 19 yeah. and how God has cr- created this wonderful world um, uh, to, to show his handiwork. Uh, I want to be able to enjoy what God has created. Amen. I want to enjoy his creation. And so, so that could be real simple for you, right? And instead of, you know, when you get home in the afternoon, vegging out on the couch and scrolling, you know, Facebook or Instagram, I mean, just go take a walk. That's a very oh, wow. simple yeah. way to enjoy God's creation, to walk around your neighborhood or wherever the case may be. Um, and I got to go yesterday, uh, saltwater fishing. Oh, man. The first time I've ever been saltwater fishing. I mean, I've lived in Charleston for, you know, five and a half years, but just had not had the opportunity to get on a boat and go saltwater fishing. And I'm not a big fisherman. I'm learning more about it because my boys really enjoy it, but it's been all freshwater. Uh, so we had a guy in our church, took took me and, and Logan and Cody out saltwater fishing. And it was amazing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I was like, I want to do more of that kind of stuff, you yeah. know, to, uh, and just a reminder, man, we really live in a beautiful, we are blessed to live in the Charleston area, right? To think about all that, that's out there that we can do here in Charleston. Um, I, I want to do that. I want to enjoy God's creation. I want to take those trips. I'm planning this, This, you know, Luke is going into um, sixth grade uh, mm-hmm. this fall. And so as he enters into middle school, we're going to take a man trip. There right? you Just go. me and him kind of like celebrate his yeah. journey into, you know, uh, the the middle school years and teenage years. We're, we're going we're to go to the mountains, just me and him. Uh, that's a great this place. Summer. But that, that's just, you know, wanting to experience and enjoy what God has made. And so I, if I have free time, if I have downtime, there's nothing wrong with, with watching that new Obi-Wan series. There's nothing wrong with scrolling a little Instagram. There's nothing wrong with that inherently. But man, God has given us a beautiful world to explore Amen. and to enjoy. And so I want to enjoy that more than I enjoy being entertained by a digital world. You know, I often think of looking up and even in uh, Psalm 19, you yeah. know, the heavens declare, we have to look up to yeah. see the heavens. Yeah. And so when I'm outside, that's what I do. I, 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 have a, a, I make a, a decision to look up yeah. and I see the Birds, yeah, yeah, I know you <laughs> like the those sky birds. and the beauty and the clouds and just the gorgeousness of it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, third commitment: I will learn from life experience and the wisdom of others just as much as I learn from the digital world. Okay, so Trey, here's here's what's been good about digital world for me: I can learn just about anything I want from the computer instantaneously. Instantaneously, yeah. whether it's it's getting on YouTube and watching a video about yeah. how to do this or how to do that, or whether it's researching something on Wikipedia or whatever the case may be. I mean, there is access to knowledge that's at my fingertips. I mean, you think about it, Trey. I don't remember the last time I went to the library to look something up. I know. I, I, don't, I, I mean, I, I remember in seminary I went to the library a lot because I had to. But now, I mean, I, I don't go to the library. And I remember back in elementary school, we had that whole Dewey Decimal System and you oh, had the yeah. card catalog. Yeah, I remember I mean, that. 
I mean, very, who does that anymore, so. right? You don't need to do that because everything you would want to learn is is really on a screen. You can get online and boom, it's all there. Anything Including and the Bible. Do you know yeah, it is easier to look up something on absolutely. Google for the Bible absolutely. than it is on your own yeah. software? And, I mean, yeah, and I do that sometimes. I'm thinking, what's that verse that says? Where? And I'll just type this yep. first few words that verse and boom, boom, it pops up. It I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, the way that that technology allows us to learn and to to gain information. Um, you know, I have Bible software. You do too, Trey. Mm-hmm. Um, most all of my study is is through Bible software. Mm-hmm. I have thousands and thousands and thousands of books right. that I have purchased uh, that I have access to on my computer. I don't remember the last time I bought. Um, a physical book. I just don't. I mean, I have books in my on my shelves, but I bought those years ago, and it's so much easier for me to access, um, you know, information mm-hmm. uh, through my Bible software than the books on my shelves. And so, to me, for me, I mean, the internet and technology really has revolutionized the way that I learn, uh, and that's good. But while the internet has revolutionized the way I learn, and that's a good thing, I don't want to lose those significant moments mm-hmm. of learning from others face to face. Yeah, yeah. There's something to be said about sitting down with somebody else and gaining from their wisdom, mm-hmm. right? There's something to be said about sitting down and talking with someone who's an expert in yeah, a definitely. particular field, right? Um, you know, I think about even yesterday going out and 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 fishing with with a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Corey, you know him, he's in your discipleship yeah, group. Right. Um, you know, he's an he's an expert. If right. you will in, in saltwater fishing. He does it all the time, right? I could have watched some YouTube videos and learned something, but to, you know, have have a buddy that that I know and to, to learn something from him. I mean, that's good. That's what I want. I, I don't want all of my learning uh, to be on a computer. I want to be in relationship with others so I can learn from the wisdom of others and learn from from others who are who are further along in something whether that that, that I'm not so far along in, or even in the church, right? Mm-hmm. I can I, you can watch all the live streams that you want. Right. right, you you can, and I promise, if you come to Northwood, you can go online and you can find far better preaching than what you're getting in Northwood. Right, you can you can you can watch the big guys. Well, you you pick know, your church anyway. or whatever. You can you can find the big guys. Right, but there's something to be said about being a part of the local it body really is. and learning from others in this faith family and learning from your own pastor. There's something said for that face to face interaction. And so while I want to learn from a digital world, and while the digital world has in a lot of ways changed the way I learn, man, there's something to be said for those face to face relationships and and the value of learning from others all right fourth commitment we're talking about commitments that we can make to help navigate a digital world so the fourth commitment is this i will spend more time building real relationship with people than i spend building surface relationships in the digital world and that goes hand in hand what we just talked about right and and just thinking about again i want to be face to face with people you think about Mm -hmm. uh social media twitter facebook instagram uh I, i i have i don't know couple thousand friends on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know half of them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, th- those are surfacey kind of relationships of and all those kind of things. Those relationships I have on Facebook do not compare to the relationships I have with people that are close to mm-hmm. me. People in this faith family, my own family, my friends. I-, I want those real life relationships because those real life relationships are what feed my soul. And so, so just understanding that, right? Um, that I, I need to build real relationships. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about that when it first started. We had different little platforms that you could use where you'd do little – it was basically text messaging on yeah, the computer. Yeah. And so my oldest son, he was, you know, interested in a girl, and, you know, it was all online. And I basically just said, hey, 
if you're going to get to know this girl, you're going to get yeah. to know her in real get, life. Get to know her in real life. Yeah. yeah. That's Absolutely. The thing. Absolutely. Hey, this social media is a great place to make some connections. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. And, and we're able to be in conversations through social media that otherwise we wouldn't be able to be Probably. in because of how social media connects us across the world. And that's a good thing. But nothing replaces face-to-face relationships. Amen. All right. Uh, the fifth commitment. I will be fully present. This is a big one. Mm. When I am with my family and friends, instead of being fully present in the digital world. Yeah, and this is a challenge for me, pops, because you know the nature of of my career is I'm on call a lot, and uh, or I'm always thinking of stuff that you know I, I want to, um, to to accomplish for our church, or the case may be. And so, with this smartphone in front of me, it's very mm-hmm. easy when I'm home to check my email, or if I got an idea for a sermon, let me look something up real quick, or whatever the case may be. And 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 I, I want to make sure that I guard my time with my family. That when I'm with my family, when I'm at a ball game, mm-hmm. watching my kids, or when we're out on the lake fishing, or when we're doing this or that, that I'm engaged in the moment with the people that I love. That I'm not mm-hmm. going to let my my mobile device, my laptop, or whatever it is, keep me from pouring into uh, the most important people in my life. You know, being a little bit older, I, I just find it very strange that people take the time to talk to people that aren't there and they're not right. spending time with the right, people that right. are there. I mean, I Texting literally everybody see people, else instead of talking to my own family that's right in front of me. And I literally see people in a restaurant, for instance, yeah. man and woman, obviously on a date yeah. and they're going at it on their phones. Yeah. 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 And I'm yeah. going, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, obviously you see it all the time. You'll, you'll walk by a table and you have six people sitting at the table and all six of them are on their phones. And, yeah. and I get that. I mean, and I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of picking up my phone uh, at the dinner table and, and I want, and I want to do better. I don't want to do that as much. So, yeah. Number six, sixth commitment is this. I will find someone who will hold me accountable for how I spend my time in the digital world. Yeah, exactly. Because that, that's, that's the reality. The reality is, is that it's very easy for us to be consumed, but not only very easy to be consumed because the internet is, is so um, expansive, mm-hmm. is easy for us to get lost in content uh, that is unhealthy for us. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is where we get into the issue of things like pornography mm-hmm. and, and those kind of things. Right. I, I need to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go down that road where, you know, um, I, I morally fail because I, I could not, um, you know, control myself. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, so, you know, like you know, you, you've heard me talk about it, Stacey, I've talked about it all the time. You know, Stacey always has, has access to my devices. She at any point can pick them up and check and that see what I'm looking at. Okay. So, so I want that accountability. I've got a buddy of mine that holds me accountable. And so I want to have that accountability, uh, in the digital world so that, you know, I, I'm, I'm guarding my heart and guarding my soul. I think that's really important. Amen. And then number seven, I will protect my children from an unhealthy relationship with the digital yeah, world. Yeah, so that's what I'm working on. I'm working on how do I help my kids navigate a digital world. <laughs> Excuse me, Pops had a sneeze. That, I must be allergic to you today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> must be that good smell in Cologne. Yeah, I don't, nah, I don't you actually don't. You stink, so it's okay. <laughs> but but anyway, um, yeah, I, I want I want to navigate the digital world well, so I can teach my children how to navigate the digital world mm-hmm. well. My kids, especially my oldest son, is getting to that age where you know everybody around him. I mean, he and he's almost twelve, only twelve years old, and and all the kids around him have a smartphone. Like I don't I don't get that. Why why do they need a smartphone? I have right. no idea why they need a smartphone, but apparently they do and whatever that's not my decision that's their parents decision uh but you know helping my son to understand no you don't need that right now there, mm-hmm. there's no reason 
What, what, what in the world do you need a smartphone for, right? And just helping to understand why he doesn't need that and, and why we're choosing that. And, 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 and even the things they watch on, on Netflix or on Disney Plus or whatever the case may be or how they spend their time on the internet, I want to help them to make wise choices where they're not consumed by it. Because here's what I've noticed about as a parent, and, and if you're a parent listening, you've probably noticed this as well. When that screen comes on, it's like moth to a fire. Oh man, yes. It's amazing. And my boys love the outdoors. I mean, mm-hmm. they they love to be outside playing. They have Nerf wars with their friends in the backyard. They play baseball. They play basketball. They, I mean, they're very active boys, right? I would agree. Um, but yeah, you've been around them. Yeah. They're very active, and that's good. But 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 when that screen comes on, man, it, they it quit what they're doing. Oh my them. gosh! I mean, they just they just they're just drawn to it, right? And so, um, you know, I want to navigate the digital world well myself so I can help them to learn how to navigate the digital Because here's here's what I know. The digital world is only be going to become more digital. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're entering into a and phase. And more pervasive. And more pervasive. Yeah. Uh, now we're entering into a phase where we're talking about the metaverse, mm-hmm. where you can live out a virtual reality, where you can put goggles on your face and boom, it's going to tr- transport you to a different world. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy things that are going to happen in, in our culture over the next 20 years in this digital revolution that we're still a part of. And so I need to navigate well so I can teach my kids to navigate it well. We were at Frankie's Fun Park. Frankie's Fun Park. That sounds like a lot of fun. And we went to the go-karts. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to the go-karts. Grandkids love the go-karts. But there's people in there with the goggles on. Mm Mm-hmm. And all they're doing is doing this. They're they're using their (laughs) hands and they're hitting Tapping the air. Yeah. Tapping whatever. And, I mean... They were there when we went in to race the go-karts, and they were there when we yeah, left to do yeah, the go-karts. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if I'm putting my time, I'm going to be on the go-karts. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, but people, even more so, yeah. they, like you said, they're developing these worlds where things are so real that they would rather do that yeah, than ride go-karts, yeah, and yeah. it's about the same price yeah, for right, these things. Right. So, and I'm sure anyway. when we come to the issue of the metaverse, there are going to be things just like with you know our smartphones. Yeah. There's going to be benefits to that technology. Of course. But, again, just – Thinking now, okay, this this digital stuff's not going away. It is going to become more pervasive, and I'm going to be able to create alternate realities or whatever the case may be. How do I live in the reality of God's created world wisely in a way that brings him Amen. glory? All right, so we're making these seven commitments, but where do we start? What, what should be the, 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 I guess, the commitment that we make yeah. if we're going to begin this week? Yeah. Okay, I probably can't do all seven, nope. but where do I start? Yeah, I think for all of us, where we need to start is probably just an honest evaluation. Mm-hmm. Have you let the digital world consume you, right? Or for you, is the digital world a tool that you use uh, to, 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 to bring glory to God, right? Because I believe it can be used that way. You can use the digital world to bring glory to God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for, in, in lots of different ways. But the problem for many of us is we've let the digital world consume us. Instead of us controlling the digital world, we've let it have control over us. Ooh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so, so just having that real honest heart evaluation, have I let the digital world take control of me? And if you see in your own life if you, that you've let this digital world take control of you, then it's stepping back and saying, okay, what needs to change? What commitments can I make, mm-hmm. right? And maybe it is that commitment. I've got I've to start creating more, right? And when I get home in the evenings, I, I, need, to, I need to work on a puzzle, right? Yeah, or yeah. I need to do something that, that, that's not just scrolling social media. Or I, I need to go on that walk and just enjoy God. There are simple things that you can do I like that. That, yeah. that are just going to help you to, to put the devices down a little bit and, and engage in God's world in a healthy way. We're not saying the digital revolution is a bad thing. I believe it's a good thing. I love technology. Um, but 
I want to use it well. Amen. All right, Pastor. Well, this has been great. And why don't you close us out and get us ready for next week? Yep. So this is going to be, again, the first part of a several-week conversation. So I hope that you'll join us again for our next episode. And if this has been helpful for you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a five-star review. That helps us get word out about our podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.